to cry right now. No more. Oh, no more. Sorry. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to Divorce Devil. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to (laughs) Attentive While Oblivious Podcast, formerly known as Giving No Bucks. 15 minutes of Giving No Bucks. And uh, this episode uh, 034, today we're talking about caring and worrying, the differences between them, um, how they're positive and negative. So we're going to teach you how to care less and maybe split the difference between caring and worrying. Care more. Because basically, yeah, yeah, carry, care more, worry less. Yeah. So number one, how are they different? Um, caring is generally a positive emotion, which is um, involves concern for others and desire to help. Worrying, on the other hand, is typically negative and associated with fear and anxiety and stress. Okay, so my take on this is the the state of the world with children. Right, I work with children. Mm-hmm. Um, we all worry that something's going to happen to them when they go out. I feel like the last generations, myself included, Gen X and all the ones in fall, have progressively gotten, my child can't do anything without me and I need to hover and I need to do this and I need to, where we were feral. Like we were like, go out and when the sun comes yeah, and then when the streetlights come on, you come home. I don't care if you've eaten. I don't care if you've drank. I don't care if you shit or pooped. I don't care. Ride your bike, cut your knee. You don't go Have home. Have your ass in by the streetlights um, on. We wonder why people were having like 12 and 13 kids when like my grandparents, my mom was one of 13. We know mm-hmm. why because the kids were never home. They were out playing. They were doing their thing. Now we've coddled and confined and done every fucking thing for our kids. It's like, oh, you need to write. Let me write that for you. Oh, you need to type. Let me type it for you. Let me do this. So worrying, I think, has become, I'm worried that society is going to hurt you. I'm worried that you going to school is going to hurt you. So I'm going to do it better. I'm going to, I can do everything better. I can uh, coach you better. I can do this better. I can educate you better. And a lot of times we're getting entitled. We're getting, our kids are getting, well, uh, if you don't do it, my mom and dad are doing it. Or, the, or you get the parent going, why did you make my kid mad? Or when everybody your kid gets was a, an asshole. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. You can take it up with the uh, HR, but whatever. Yeah. I am not a participation. It's nice to be like, oh, yeah, you were in the championship. You get a little something, but you didn't win. Okay. Yeah. You're not getting. There's winners and losers. Yeah. There's there's losers so, because there's winners. Yeah, and I think we should care about our children. We had them, right? But say, uh, hey, keep talking. I gotta get a Gatorade. Keep talking. Yeah, and so I think caring is way different than worrying because then you put that worry on your kids too, and which is another reason we have all these children that are we anxious. Yeah, and anxious, and oh, I'm not gonna, I can't live up to my parents' expectations because my parents think that their parents were shitty and then oh, they can do it better, but yet they want everybody, they want handouts and all these things given to them. And again, I am not a fixer of the government. I'm not a fixer society. I don't know what's happening, but there has been a shift where the children are now in charge and our society is gonna collapse. So I think what needs to happen is we need to stop worrying less. Beat some kids. <laughs> of what other people perceive us, beat right? Beat some kids. Or beat, beat some ass. Timeout apparently didn't work. Timeout. Timeout's for sports, man. Beat that ass. It's for every day. <laughs> Sports number two. Um, action versus inaction. Um, 
Caring often leads to constructive action, such as helping someone to find solutions. Worrying results in inaction and counterproductive behavior due to the focus on the worst-case scenarios and what-ifs. My dad's saying, solutions do not start with excuses. And I feel like everybody has an excuse of why someone else should do something for them or what they are entitled to or why this is happening. If you have a problem... The only one that's going to fix your problem is you. Now, that might be with the help of other people, but I ain't doing it all for you. You got to figure your shit out because someday I'm not going to be here. I used to tell my kids, excuses are tools of the incompetent, mm-hmm. which leaves miles of nothingness. Yeah. And well, and again, like even at work, I see like, you know, people like, well, this, this, and then, and then. I don't go, did you talk to the boss? No. Well, why not? Well, he's going to say no. Well, how are you going to know if he's going to say no unless you give him a chance to say no? And then if he says no, come back to him with a solution. Because he probably listened to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 No no with no reason. (laughs) Exactly. But sometimes your asks are unrealistic, too. Like, sometimes you're like, well, we should have a slide that goes from the top of the stairs to the bottom for the kids because they shouldn't have to walk. I'm like, well, how'd they get to the top of the slide? Can't have a slide going up too, you know. So sometimes people want the undoable and expect you to fix it because you have a little bit more power at work, mm-hmm. or you know, oh, you're friends with the boss, you should talk to this one, or you should do this. Again, it, <coughs> if you have a problem, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do it. But if I've given you all my advice and I've given you all the tools that I have, and I'm like swiped clean, and you still complain, and you still have a problem, negative Nancy. Um, then the problem is you and your excuses are only going to keep you in that situation. So again, a lot of times there, someone before you has gone through the same exact thing. Oh God, yes. Yes. This this isn't new. Nothing's new in the world anymore. Right. So unless you come at me with a solution or, Hey, I think if we try this, this might work. Well, you know, that could work. But if we do this and that, there's our solution. But if you're just going to bitch and complain and gripe and, you know, not be the help of your problem, I ain't doing it for you. I've already done the work. So, again, I cannot stand people that just complain, 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 complain. do nothing. Fucking, what do you want from me? I'm sorry. Your negativeness is uh, um, is affecting my positivity. And in a second, you're going to get a throat punch. And just sorry. Number three, don't (laughs) throw punch. Present (laughs) versus future. Caring is focused on the present. It's about the person or a situation right now. Worrying is future-oriented and involves anticipation of potential problems. Yeah. Yeah. You can't worry about that shit. Yeah. You got to live in the now. But, you know, you need to plan for the future. Yeah, but you can't worry about it. Well, too, and a lot of times when you... So, I can relate this to... Like the anniversary of my son's passing or my parents passing or, you know, anybody that's passed away. Um, the day of is people are like, oh, it's the worst day. Actually, no robots. Robots in the skies. They've got a little voice wow. Um, I hit the table. You know what robots, happens. Robots, um, so- please come to the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, when my son... The, I keep hitting the table. That's what it is. Stop hitting the table. <laughs> there we go. Um, 
when the anniversary of my son's passing comes up, it's never the day of. It's the day before that I'm always like, oh, Ad- tomorrow anticipation. is. Anticipation. Tomorrow is. Tomorrow's going to be terrible. I'm going to cry a lot. And it's usually the day before when I do the reflections and I mm-hmm. do like, you know, the what ifs and all the, you know, he would be this old now or, you know, my dad should be here. My mom should be here. Like, you know, my kids are doing great things, graduating college, moving, you know, all these things and they're not. So their anniversaries of their passing is always like, oh, what would they do today? What is something that I can do to honor them? Where the day before I was like, oh, tomorrow's going to be so bad. And it generally isn't. It's. Especially as time goes on, it's more like I'm going to celebrate their lives and blah, 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 blah. So I think when we care, we've cared about someone so much or you care for someone, it's more or less, you know, hey, Dave, drive safe. You know, get home safe. Let me know when you get there. We know. And not worry about it. Yeah. And then, okay, well, and a lot of times when you've worried, the outcome never is what you've worried about. It's like. Oh, well, that didn't even happen. So why to worry? I spent all that fucking time worrying and getting a fucking ulcer. Um, damn it. Uh, God damn ulcers. Um, when you could have just been like, okay, cool. Have fun. I want you to live your best life and I'm not going to worry about it. Now, if you get the call saying, hey, there's something's wrong, meet me at the hospital, then you can worry, but it should be short lived. Worry, figure it out, and then, you know, fix it. Fix it, yeah. And then work through it, you know, because if you're worried, my thing too, I have severe allergies. Food allergies, and so as soon as my throat starts to feel itchy or my hands feel hot, I'm like, "Someone get me Benadryl. Someone do this." But if they're panicked, I'm already. I'm like, I'm like, "Oh, I've died. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. Thank you." So when we first dated, uh, David, when David and I first dated, no, <laughs> when Lance and I first started dating, the first time I had an allergic reaction, and I was like, I could feel myself getting hivy. Um, he started to like, "What do I do? I don't." I'm like. First of all, you need to calm down. Because if you're panicked, I'm So, do you have EpiPen with you? Oh, yeah. I have all this stuff. It's in my car, David. Okay. Um, So, so, I know. Thank you for telling me. Oh, by the way. So, if if the other person's worried, then you're already, like, panicked. So, now no one's getting a resolve. And my Benadryl's not coming to me any quicker. (laughs) Because I'm still... You know. So, yeah. I think we need to learn to care more and worry less. So, number four. Empowering versus draining. Uh, Once again, wasting time. The worrying will just wear you out, and you'll be exhausted. Have you have you ever had someone come to you or a friend of yours going, I cannot take my mom worries about everything. She calls me 400 times a day. Did you do this? How did you do? I just have a feeling. This is wrong. Are you okay today? I can tell something's wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And they're all worried about you, seeing things that you're like, and, oh. and then all of a sudden you get worried because you're like, getting so hammered. Bam, 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 wait, bam. What? I was just zoned out for a second. What? So like <laughs> the other day I was kind of just like no affect. I was chilling, living life, not doing anything after like going for a walk or something. I was just like, and Lance is like, you okay? What's wrong with you? You look sad. I'm like, I do. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Like, wait, what? I'm okay. <laughs> and then they're like, am I sad? Was I thinking too? Was I thinking? And I Another word there, thinking? manufacturing. Yeah. And so a lot of times we will now, be, like a hypochondriac, you will now become sick because everybody else says you're sick. I'm not sick. I feel fine. <laughs> so I just having my, I'm just having a Rachel moment. So um, I think we really need to work towards like definitely 
empowering people and not sucking the life out of them. And some people are life suckers. They definitely are. And you need to separate yourself from that. And like, if you have a friend who's always draining and always needs something and, you know, and then the one time you speak up, you're the miserable person. I'm like, yeah, no, I've been trying to solve your problems, but you haven't been listening to the shit I've been saying. And now that I've had enough and I speak back to you, I'm trying to empower you, but you don't want that because you're living in your negative space. So I'm going to have number five. We're going to cut it short today. Okay. Number five. Osburgers versus burgers. What no. <laughs> I was like, that's not how you spell that. <laughs> Acceptance versus fear. Osburgers. Osburger versus versus burgers. Um, acceptance versus fear. I think I keep thinking by like Wow, did I just have like a baby stroke? Like David over here? Um no, so acceptance versus fear. Fear. What's fear get oh, you? Yeah. It gets you stuck in that stagnation. It gets you advancement. Yeah. And again, a lot of things in life are scary. A lot of things, if you've never done them, it's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Now you can sit in the, I don't know how to do that. Can you do it for me? And there are some princesses out there that, you know, people do you know, all their becking and calling and all the things. and The Veruca Salt. The Veruca salts. And so until you say, you got to just take the first step. And if that doesn't work out, you go back from the beginning and you've already learned a little. So you know the first step you've, you've got. Now two and three. You might get to three and then, oh, wait, no, two and a half. Backtrack. Yeah. So if you, as long as you're moving forward, step is, it, life is one step in front of fear. You have to take the first step to get I on the like road. that. Life is one step in front of fear. I heard that somewhere. Dang. Yeah. You are learned. I know. I'm so smart. Damn. Especially with schmelt. Um, yeah. So I think you need to step forward, figure your stuff out. And if it doesn't work out, okay. And I'm a big, I'm a big believer in you are exactly where you're supposed to be in mm-hmm. any point of life. You've got to where you are. Like, Look where you were a month ago. Look where you were three years ago. Look where you were 10 years ago. So unless you face the fear of being alone or starting a new job or starting a family or moving across country, you wouldn't be in the situations, the wonderful situations that you're in today. And some of people, literally, right now, you're in your shit right now. It gets better. But you have to do the work, too. Someone's not going to come wave a magic wand and say, oh, here's your handout. Because that's what a lot of people are expecting nowadays. Like, well, pay off my student loans. Do this. Do that. Give me money. Oh, I want this. Well, you gave me money before. Why don't you give me money now? Like, all these things. I think we need to get back to you got to do for you and want better for you in order to have all these things. I'm not going to care about you if you keep being negative. And every time I talk to you about something, it's negative, 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 negative. Yeah. And when I come into your space, I try to make it positive and you need to turn me negative. I can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel like that all the time, but that's not my problem. That's yours. So. Well, we those are the top five. Yeah. We, we need to do better as humans. Yes. That's, that's how you end the past couple. So that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. Because I definitely don't want to be like, oh, she's always grumpy or miserable and she always hated everything. And instead of, like, if you hate your job, 
get a new fucking job. Do you know yeah. people are hiring out there? But don't quit right away. Don't Make quit sure taking another, another job. job <laughs> before yeah. you quit. Because I'm paying your bills. Yeah, don't be, don't be writing the podcast. The rich one. <laughs> yeah, don't be calling the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Rachel told me to quit my job. No. No. Told you I'll to, give you a reference. Yeah. I mean, they have to be bright if they're watch, listening to this watching. <laughs> yeah, if they're watching the podcast. Watching and listening to the yeah. podcast. Just um, as bright as you. I mean, you too. Yeah. You know what I meant, David. Um, yeah. So take that step outside fear. Start caring more and worrying less because worrying is only giving you an ulcer. Yeah. And no one wants an ulcer. No, ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks Love for listening. you. Bye. Bye-bye.